Vox Quick Hits. Donald Trump was impeached by the House of Representatives twice. And even though he's out of office, his impeachment saga isn't over quite yet. On January 13th, the House impeached Trump for a second time in his four-year term, charging him with incitement of insurrection for his role in instigating the riots at the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. The vote was a modestly bipartisan one. 232 members of Congress voted for impeachment, including 10 Republicans. The next step is a trial in the Senate, the timing of which is a bit awkward. As much as Democrats would like to stick it to Trump, they also don't want it to collide with Joe Biden's agenda. Boss's Lee Zoe is here to talk about the ins and outs of Donald Trump's second impeachment, what lawmakers are thinking here, and why convicting him is even a thing worth discussing, given that he's no longer in the White House. So to start off, where are we in the second impeachment process right now? We are at the point where the action now heads over to the Senate. The House has already impeached President Donald Trump for the second time. And now the Senate is poised to hold a trial where the senators effectively act like a jury and they'll decide whether they want to convict or acquit the president of this charge of inciting an insurrection. So Trump is the first president to be impeached twice, right? How is this time different than the first time? Right. He's the first for this to ever happen. And it's different in a couple of ways. One of the first ways is that the charge that's being levied against him feels a lot more concrete this time for a lot of the Congress members who are involved in this process, um, partly because they were the subject of the attack on the Capitol um, and they saw it firsthand. Additionally, five people died as a result of what happened. And so I think that makes um, the consequences of Trump's actions extremely clear to people. The second thing is that we're already seeing a bit more Republican support. Obviously, the majority of the House uh, still stuck by the president, but you had 10 House Republicans who actually voted to impeach him, which is significant because last time there were no Republicans that opted to cross over and do the same. Yeah, I mean, is this different for the Republican Party? Like, does this signal that maybe there is more willingness, especially once he's out of office, to back away from Donald Trump? It signals an openness to that, but I wouldn't go so far as to say that they'll completely break away. There's definitely a huge fracture in the party between a group of Republicans that you might consider more establishment, more traditional, um, who might want to focus on something like fiscal conservatism instead of a lot of the ideals uh, that Trump has promoted. And then I think there's a lot of the party that is just open to sticking by Trump because he still has so much support from Republican voters. Yeah, his base is still there, even if he's not. Right. So as you said, the next step in the process is a trial in the Senate. And I'm kind of curious, like, what is even the point of this? He's no longer in the White House. I know that's a question I think that comes up a lot. And the first response is that this is about accountability, that Trump needs to have some type of direct consequence for his actions to make clear that what he did was wrong. And the second point is that if there is a chance of him being convicted, the Senate is able to vote to bar him from holding any kind of federal office again. So that would mean that they could vote to prevent him from trying to be president 
again in 2024 or beyond. Well, that's sort of what I don't completely understand in terms of just incentives here, because some of the people who have really been backing Trump in the Senate are like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley, who conceivably might want to run for president in 2024. Why would they you know, want to open the door for him to run against them? I think there is definitely self-interest in what they're doing, both in trying to rally his supporters behind them. And then I think for the rest of the Republican Party, if they're able and interested in barring him from running, that maybe prevents him from being a problem for them down the line, um, given what we saw in the Georgia Senate races um, and how his interference may have actually hurt candidates there. To kind of shift a little bit, this is all kind of colliding with the start of Joe Biden's first term. Isn't it going to interfere with his agenda, whether it's getting things passed or getting people confirmed, or is there some sort of a a plan for that? That's a huge concern that a lot of the attention is going to be on the impeachment trial and not on passing COVID stimulus relief or approving his cabinet nominees. And the idea that's loosely been floated, which has been used in previous impeachment trials, is this idea of basically doing legislative business um, in the morning and then doing the trial in the afternoon or evening. Um, So splitting the day, (laughs) forcing the Senate to multitask in a way that is obviously challenging for Congress, uh, but that's what they're considering right now. But that's going to be like wildly long days that like senators are not super young, a lot of them. Right, right. I, I do think it's going to be a challenge for people, both logistically and just like from an endurance perspective of having to get that much done every day. So obviously we can't predict the future, but what are the odds that Trump is actually convicted? The odds of his conviction depend heavily on uh, Republican leader Mitch McConnell, who hasn't yet said how he plans to vote. And people have taken that openness as a signal that he might be willing to convict Trump. But we really don't know at this point. We've already heard some Republicans question whether an impeachment trial is even something that's constitutionally allowable because Trump will be out of office by that point. And so you're hearing that dissent, which does not suggest to me that um, that contingent of Republicans, at least, is willing to convict him if they don't even want to hold a trial. So right now, I'm very skeptical of them hitting the 67 votes they need, but I'm going to keep an eye out for what McConnell says on that. Lee Zhou is a politics and policy reporter at Vox, and you can find her on Twitter at Lee S. Zhou. Thanks for being here, Lee. 